do I work on my mommy and dad's computer? Coronavirus is going everywhere around town. I thought that could be a break of sports. Playgrounds. All playgrounds are closed. Mm, I heard that everything's been closing. Welcome to Fernhill, a podcast where young people share their stories about life during the coronavirus. I'm your host, Gillian Frank. My name is Isabella Newman, and I'm a senior. I'm in 12th grade. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about yourself. What are some of your favorite activities when you're not in school? Well, I go to school for writing, which I actually really enjoy doing outside of school as well. Um, and I'm pretty active in sports. I like to play soccer, run, and read. Can you tell me a little bit about your home and your family? Yes. Um, so actually my parents are split up. So I've been transferring between two homes. Um, so at my mom's house, we're a blended family which has five kids, so two step-siblings, one full brother, but he mostly is with my father, and um, the youngest, which is my half-brother, who's always at my mom's house, um, who is five. So it goes, I'm 17, and then it's 15, 15, 13, five, and then my mother and stepfather, and at my dad's house, it is my dad and a dog, Millie, and my brother, Brooks. It sounds like a lot of moving around and a lot of moving parts. Yes, it is. It's 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 been uh, noticeably interesting now because I don't. I'm used to being in um, a place really no more than three days because I switch between mom and dad's in the week usually, and I'm also going to school and I stay with friends on the weekends. And now I actually only have two locations, and it's in some, in an odd way, been kind of a relief because I'm really getting time to kind of like learn the dynamic of those locations. Although it is very easy to be annoyed with a lot of people in the house. What have you heard about the coronavirus? Kind of all sorts of things. When we were back in school in like February and my friends, I mean, I heard about it when it first started and then we were all kind of like, okay, whatever. And then things started to seem to pick up when it hit the West Coast and some of my friends were really anxious about it because they were going to travel there for spring break to tour schools. And um, we were all just kind of like, whatever, like, you know, nothing, you know, you're not going to get it. And if you do, you're going to survive because we're young. And then um, my mom mentioned that we might not be in school because of it and I was like okay but they're gonna figure it out and it's fine and now it is uh, very real and so for a little bit of time I was directly looking at the news and I still try and check it like every other day but I mainly um, let my parents research it and then take everything that they say about it and try and find some middle ground um, between my mother and my father because my father is not super worried about it and my mother is super worried about it. But I, yeah, I, I think that too, there's a lot of uncertainty with how long it's going to last and how severe it is because it's, I've heard a, a range of different things from a range of different sources, so. 
what what questions do you have about it? Um, well, a big one, one of the things that I was researching last night, just because I couldn't sleep, um, was I was under the impression that if I got it, I, you know, would be sick for a week and I would deal with it and then I would be immune to it and I could just go on living my life because I would have already gotten it. And there have been cases where people are getting it a second time, very like pretty rapidly, but it can't really be confirmed if you can get it twice because maybe their body never fully defeated it or they might just be older and like sicklier or if you use antibiotics, then your body didn't build an antibody. So that's my biggest question really is like, am I gonna get it twice or can I just get it and then I'm done? Um. <laughs> that, that seems like an urgent question to know the answer to. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can get the flu multiple times, but it's like a different strain. So I just, I just, yeah, I just want to know if I'm going to get it twice or just once in the next couple months. How have things changed for you since this whole coronavirus thing started? Um, it's, I don't know, it's been a weird wave. Obviously, as a senior, it's really weird not going back to school because my last day was awful. Um, I actually got picked up early because my wisdom teeth were going in and I didn't feel well and the, like I just had this whole issue. So I left school early and then we didn't ever go back. And that was my like 12 years. That was my final day of public education. Um, but now it's, I, I really enjoy being home actually. I have said for the past like three months, I wish that I could just do school at home. I love my classes, I love my teachers, but I really, really didn't like going to the building. So honestly, managing my work at home has been fine. I like being able to eat at home. Um, the hardest part is just when I really wanna use the living room, but Julian, one of my brothers is watching a movie or just anything like that. It's just, we're all kind of stacked on top of each other a little bit. And I imagine for some people, it's so much worse too. And I'm also, I'm really stressed about um, how other people are getting groceries because I know that the schools do provide a lot in the sense of um, providing meals for everyone and you know a, a place to be for eight hours that's safe. But personally, I really enjoy being at home. How's it affecting all the social activities that were part of your life? Um, yeah, it's only, I think that I've only passed one weekend fully quarantined. So during the school week, um, I'm, I don't really hang out with like my actual friends. Most of my actual friends don't go to my school. So that doesn't feel any different, like not seeing people. But definitely, I feel like after this weekend, it's gonna, uh, it's gonna hit that like, I wanna see my best friend because we try and hang out every other weekend. But we hung out right before this all hit. So uh, today, actually, I'm supposed to go have a parking lot date with one of my friends where we're just going to sit in our cars next to each other. I don't really know. It hasn't hit me socially. I haven't thought about it too much. I'm pretty used to going two weeks without seeing my close friends. How are you feeling about the fact that the rituals of graduation and high school are going to be put on hold or canceled? Yeah, so <laughs> I had told my family, you know, extended family, not to come to my graduation because um, 
at least for my school, it's it's just not super personal. It's really small. We don't we do it at the school. We don't even do it at you know a different venue or out in a big field. It's just in our auditorium, and um, I administration are the people who hand you your diploma, and I've never been really close to any of them. So I also never ordered a cap and gown. So at this point, I'm kind of saving 120 bucks. But because I didn't have people coming to my graduation, I told them all to come to my senior readings. And my um, I was in a playwriting and directing class. So we had a one-act festival and I was essentially go going to direct a play and I wanted everyone to come see that instead of coming see my graduation. And obviously both of those events are canceled, which is kind of disappointing because we've spent the whole year writing and um, critiquing these works and the public will not see them. That's That sounds really tough to not have that imagined audience share the thing you've been working so hard on. For sure, because I mean, I think that they're trying to do something where we stream. I know my playwriting and directing teacher wants to stream us reading the plays, but I don't think that's going to be super captivating. And for my senior readings, I have never been on stage at my school. Um, the lit arts department, I feel, is super underrepresented because we have a theater department that gets to put on shows every year. And our music department does a whole assembly where they perform on stage and they perform at other assemblies, the jazz band. But the lit arts people rarely get to be on stage and read a poem or read a piece of nonfiction. So it was, I was really looking forward to being able to share my work and see an audience like receive what they're hearing, um, which even if we did live, we wouldn't really get to have that experience. What What's your play called and what's it about? So the one that I wrote is called cleavage and because that's my favorite word, um, it has lots of definitions. It means to come together, to split apart. Um, and it's a basically, it's basically a coming of age uh, about two girls in high school who end up splitting up or, you know, their friendship just falls apart. But um, one of the girls, really wants this friend back even though she knows that she can't have her back because of um other like high school trauma moments um what, what are some things you're doing during this weird transition time to keep yourself happy and feeling good well last week it was super sunny out so i did a lot of sunbathing but this week it's been way more dreary which i think is why it feels way more like i'm in quarantine um but I've actually gotten to get a good bit of writing done um which is super nice and organizing that's what I've spent most of my time doing actually is just cleaning my room that sounds like a really productive way to <laughs> do things I've, I've been getting a little obsessed with my power washer so that's how, <laughs> that's how I, I've been passing the time it's um, nice to just spring clean <laughs> while you're home yeah, it's amazing how many dirty things accumulate that you just have to pass over because daily life is so busy normally. I, I, I wonder how this um, this coronavirus and the dynamics caused by it are affecting your family life since it's all started. Uh, yeah, it's been, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird because I honestly haven't 
for as much as I've been home, I haven't been with my whole family too much yet because um, because we're blended. My step siblings just got back from their moms on like Wednesday. And then I left to go to my dad's right when they got back. So we only have one dinner together. Um, but now it's just, you know, we're all kind of moving. So I'm still only seeing all of my siblings kind of the same amount as I was before. But uh, it's definitely hard having a six-year-old home because, you know, four of us are grown up and we can handle our own school assignments and kind of just do our own thing all day. And whereas, uh, my youngest brother needs supervision or help setting up whatever he needs to be working on or lunch made for him. So it's kind of difficult having two parents home who have full-time careers, but are also needing to be a nanny, a teacher <laughs> and a chef <laughs> during the day. It's, it's certainly a lot right now. Um, we, we can relate over here mm -hmm. to that particular. <laughs> Uh, predicament. Uh, if people 10 years or 20 years look back at this moment of quarantine and social distancing and all that, what do you want them to understand about this particular historical moment? I think that <laughs> I want them to understand that it's really strange. Um, I asked my parents when it first started happening, I was like, did anything like this happen when you were a kid? And they're like, nope never heard of it, don't think it happened to my mother, you know, it's just, it is truly something that I think can really either bring the world together or break it apart. And um, it's, it, I was watching videos last night of people dealing with the pandemic in other countries. And it's exciting for, to me, to see that we have a common enemy um, because right before I left school, we were learning about, um, foreign politics and things get so split up and divided and it's a lot of countries like to pick a country as their enemy but right now we're kind of all fighting the same thing people all over the world are just stuck in their homes and seeing the creativity that comes out of that is super interesting and i think that it's a huge wake-up call to how we have to conduct our you know quote real lives because um I think people weren't setting, especially in America, um, they weren't setting aside time to do the things that they really enjoy doing, such as you know maybe a spring cleaning or writing or reading or making music. And now that they have this time, even though it's a weird circumstance and it's a scary circumstance, um, I think it's really going to give people a chance to realign their morals and their values of what they want in their life. I, I really, I really appreciate that take. What's, what's the first thing you're going to do once this virus is over? Well, hopefully it is over before my 18th birthday. I, like in my head, I have it ending the week before my 18th birthday. So I plan on um, throwing a big party to make up for the lack of prom and my other friends who are turning 18 and I can't see them just all of that, just get a group of people together of everyone I love, and then um, <laughs> working. <laughs> I need to save up for college, so. So a lot to look forward to. Yeah. 
Do you want to try one more time? Yes! <laughs> okay, let's do it one more time. Fern Hill is produced and hosted by Gillian Frank. Sania Liganawi is the senior producer. Music on this episode comes from Blue Dot Sessions. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe to us on Apple Music or wherever you get your music. Thanks for listening and be safe. Awesome. That was so good. Thanks, Dad. You did really great. Thanks. How are you feeling about that one? Good. Can we use that take? Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs>